we'd like to welcome you back to part 5 of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 13th, 2013. I think this is probably going to end up being one of the longest studies I've ever done as far as just hours go. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> we're going to be probably at least about six hours on this study when it's all said and done. Um, now, this next report, and I, like I said, we're sticking to the Obamacare thing, this whole last part of the study. Because obviously I've had a ton of people emailing me about this, and I, I want to give people a broad perspective. I don't want them to read one article and say, yeah, but this or that. No, no, no. Let's look at, let's look at this in totality. As much as I can give you a totality type look. Here we have John McAfee talking on Fox News about Obamacare. Now this is the guy when you used to get computers, and maybe still some computers come, I don't know, where you would get the McAfee antivirus software. Okay. This is the guy that started that. He's no dummy. Okay. He knows what he's talking about. Here's him being interviewed on Fox News about this subject. Programmer and founder of the McAfee Computer Software Security Company, and he's my guest. Good to see you, Mr. McAfee. Good to see you, Gretchen. So how does somebody lose their life savings by signing up for Obamacare? Well, the uh, the hacker aspect is only one of the problems, as we well know. Most people can't even log on to the system successfully. It is so complex and, and um, uh, error-ridden. Uh, but there are no safeguards to prevent anyone, you, me, uh, anyone who can uh, develop a website, and that only costs a couple of hundred dollars, uh, and pretend to be an examiner, uh, an agent, and uh, you can log on. I will ask you for your Social Security number, your date of birth, uh, everything that I need to, an hour later, empty your bank account. And this is going to happen, and it's going to happen very soon. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the Obamacare system safeguards against this. Well, why? Why? You know this from setting up the, the, the giant kind of programs that you have. Why is it so easy to hack? I think, I think that they rushed this thing to, to into production. Uh, CGI, which is the Canadian company that uh, was contracted to, uh, to build this system, uh, clearly they put it out too early. And they also, the architecture of the system is, is outrageous. I mean, it's great if you're a small shoe manufacturer in Pocatello, Idaho, and you have 200 customers, but to try to support the, the volume of, of, of business that the Obamacare system has to support, it can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's designed improperly. Well, what about the cost? Because, you know, the, the cost right now, the estimates are all over the place, from $500 million to $600 million, and I guess the estimate originally was supposed to be $65 million. You know how much these things cost to put together. Is, is that accurate? Well, that is accurate. Uh, the, I think the, the original contract for CGI for the software alone was $90 million. Uh, That went way over budget. Um, that, again, is outrageous. Um, for what Obamacare does technologically, $5 million and 15 very good programmers could have done it if they had done it properly. What CGI did is they've used Indian programmers in India to code using JavaScript on the user's computer. It's a very cheap way of doing things, but it's an extremely impractical way if you have a large volume of users. This is just bizarre. So when things start to happen, you heard it here first from uh, Mr. McAfee that you expected it. Uh, I want to talk about something else that our viewers are very interested in. That is the NSA and spying on them. And you have come up with a new device to help people stay out of any kind of government intervention. What is it? It's a, uh, it's a little hardware device that you drop into your pocket, and if you have an iPhone or, or any smartphone and, and access to the Internet on your phone or your laptop or your iPad, uh, it creates two devices out of that one telephone. One is the normal device, which accesses the Internet normally. The other is a completely secure pathway where you know, if you want to send a, a, um, a juicy letter to your, your girlfriend, you can do so without fear of anybody looking at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in a competitive business, you can communicate with your cohorts without anyone seeing it. Wow. No one is identified in this network, the sender and the receiver, neither the sender nor the receiver. Um, it's a very unique technology, and it, it works because it's a floating local network which relays data from point to point. So when can people get secure. this? Uh, I'll have the first prototype in six months, and in a year, hopefully, we'll be at market. Wow. Okay. People will look forward to that. Uh, John McAfee, thanks so much for your time today. You're very welcome. Okay, so that on, <laughs> that's not even going to be available till at least a year or so. Anyway, um, that's his take on it. 
Okay, so j- there's so many aspects to Obamacare that is so unbelievably fatally flawed, and that's just one of the one of the big ones as well. What he just said. And um, now the next report um, warning: rolling Obama Obamacare allows the government to link your IP address. Now it's your computer IP address with your name, social security number bank accounts, and web surfing habits. It's almost like Satan's doing this to see how many people are gullible enough to actually do this. It's like they're going to like just basically um, enable their own destruction. Because when you enroll in Obamacare, you give up all your rights, it sounds like to me. You give up all your rights to just about everything. They can criminally prosecute you. They can levy your bank accounts. They can put liens on your house. Why would any of us want to do this? I don't care if they say it's law, it's unjust, it's illegal, it's against the word of God. They're creating mischief by a law. It's an unjust, anti-biblical, against Jesus Christ law, supposedly. Okay? But again, where do you draw the line? You know? When they when they tell you to, uh, you know, turn over your you know, your your other Christian friends turn over their names. Well, it's the government. We have to. When they when they tell you to get, line up and take your your vaccinations and the microchips or whatever, and where do you draw the line at? I mean, they, they, I think what Satan's doing here is he's, he's, he's putting people in such a position where they're going to be forced to make a choice. They're not going to be able to be lukewarm anymore. And God hates lukewarmness. Okay? They're going to force to make a choice. Either you're going to serve Satan or... You're going to not serve them. I really view it like this, with this thing, because it's so overtly, in-your-face satanic, that I think this is the choice you're being given here. This is from um, Mike Adams, Natural News. He says, we have already established that healthcare.gov is not a functioning database application that allows people to shop for completing competing health plans. It is actually a government-run Trojan horse that suckers people into creating accounts where they hand over name and address, email address and passwords, social security numbers, private bank account details, employer details, and other information. During the enrollment process, your computer also hands over your IP address, which is then tied to your social security number. This IP address is then handed over to the NSA, thanks to its new mega black hole data center in Utah, we're going to talk more about that later, where your IP then is then, IP is the in, is the unique identifier to your computer, okay, your IP address, Internet Protocol, as I believe what it stands for, where your IP is then cross-referenced with all website visits. Let me read this last line again, because this is how draconian this is. The IP address that that is then yoked up now with your Social Security, your bank account, every, every aspect of your life, is then handed over to NSA, thanks to its new mega black hole data center in Utah, where your IP address is then cross-referenced with all website visits, including anti-government sites, pornography sites, gambling sites, file-sharing sites, terrorism support sites, encryption service sites like Hushmail, and chat rooms, message boards, and more. Armed with this information, the NSA can then link your seemingly anonymous online chats, comments, and posts with your social security number. Linguistic algorithms... Algorithms algorithms can score your online post to create red flags that call for additional investigations of anyone using words like liberty or patriot, for example. The information can then be turned over to law enforcement, as it is found in the fine print of the, Ameri- of the Maryland Obamacare Exchange and the Kentucky, and I'm sure all of them, which states we may share information provided in your application with the appropriate authorities for law enforcement and audit activities. We already talked about that. Thus, by enrolling in Obamacare, you are voluntarily surveilling yourself and handing over all of your personal data to the government while also agreeing to terms of self-incrimination and agreeing to terms that I could be criminally and civilly prosecuted. They could put liens on, on my house, on my car, on my bank account. They can just do to me whatever they want, essentially. This is what you're doing. Ponder the implications of this for a moment. Obamacare is actually a self-incrimination surveillance program designed to ensnare the American people in a devil's contract. This is Mike Adams writing this, and he's not even a Christian. 
Obamacare is the meta-level con of tricking Americans into thinking they're signing up for free health insurance. When, in reality, the website primarily... I mean, you only got to sell your soul, right? When the website primarily exists to scrape personal financial details, passwords, emails, and social security numbers from Americans who will later be targeted by the government itself. All the emails registered with healthcare.gov, for example, will likely be used by the Obama administration to spam people with political propaganda or contrived terror alerts that use fear to concentrate more power into the hands of the government. All financial data will be turned over to the IRS for criminal investigations of Americans who are suspected of underreporting their incomes or supporting patriot groups with financial donations. All the passwords used in healthcare.gov will be turned over to the NSA and matched with, up with all in, individual IP addresses so that the NSA operatives can hack into private bank accounts, encrypted email accounts, and other private data based on the assumption that most users use identical passwords across all websites they commonly access. A person's password under Obamacare probably has a 50% chance of also working for their online banking, meaning don't use the same passwords for every single site. And since the NSA has your, has your social security number, it's a no-brainer to match up your online surfing habits with your phone number, your home address, investment holdings, tax returns, international travel history, and so on. In essence, Obamacare allows the government to gather a gold mine of private data that can be used to basically blackmail you, exploit or target, punish, incriminate, or steal any desired uh, targets. As this is a federal government that believes it now has total power to do anything at once without limit, there are no boundaries of what it might do with all this data. Remember, Obama is the president who literally maintains kill lists on Americans to have terminated. This is openly admitted and confirmed. The Obama administration also believes it can bypass Congress and simply create a new law by executive order, concentrating all the power into its own black hands with no regard for the separation of power, black-hearted hands, I guess I should say, for the separation of power upon which this nation was founded. As is common with tyrants, the Obama administration truly believes the people have no right to privacy no right to due process, no right to representation in government, and no right to determine your own engagement in commerce. This is why Obama's playing such hardball to shove Obamacare down everyone's throats. This is why they're not willing to capitulate on anything. Now, I understand, yes, it's all theater. But notice how they're not willing to compromise on Obamacare one bit. It has to be totally their way with the Democrats, or no way. They're not willing to give in any on this. And you can see why. This is a this is Satan's masterpiece. You know, and Satan doesn't want it messed with. The government desperately needs to gather all the surveillance data so it can leverage it to blackmail members as many Americans as possible. Blackmail is essential to inc- maintaining power in a corrupt society. And healthcare.gov is the portal for scraping passwords, IP addresses, and even financial details from anyone gullible enough to actually hand over this to the government. As far as I'm concerned, the IRS can find me all they want. I'm never voluntarily enrolling in Obamacare, even if you put a gun to my head like Obama's doing to the entire nation right now with this insane, contrived government shutdown that treats our own veterans and so many others like dirt. Yeah, amen to all that. All dignity is now gone with the Obama administration. Zero credibility remains. The government has all but openly declared war on the people and is actively using tricks like healthcare.gov to coerce people into incriminating themselves. The Obama administration is out of control and a grave danger to society and must be lawfully stopped from damaging America any further. Now it is the time to seriously discuss impeachment, not just of the president, but of every U.S. senator or House member who voted for this unconstitutional Trojan horse healthcare system that is destroying America's economy and wasting an unprecedented amount of time, money, and effort. End Obamacare now and restore dignity and justice to America. Well, I don't see a lot of Bible for that, but I obviously agree. I mean, I don't see a lot of Bible for that happening, is what I mean. Okay, let's go further. Healthcare.gov is nothing more than an NSA data collection center to cull the herd. Uh, This was actually sent to me by a a listener. You may want to check your sources concerning healthcare.gov. It is not a coincidence that healthcare.gov and the Utah Data Center just went live in the same week. Remember they mentioned the Utah Data Center? Where I believe it ties all of this information they're gathering on all the Americans together. Um... 
it's also not a coincidence that the website is having problems functioning at the same time the Utah Data Center is having electrical problems and the fires resulting in lost and damaged equipment and servers. Now, this to me is positive, very positive. Uh, she goes on to say they're one and the same, meaning all the problems they're having. Now, granted, yes, the, the, the site was totally inadequately done. Anything having to do with Obamacare. Okay, everything, the code was wrong, it was corrupted, it's cheap, It's they tried to cut corners, it's not made to, to have millions of people trying to, to use it, it's a joke, okay. Um, that's been malfunctioning. Also, the Utah Data Center that would tie all of this information together is also having massive problems in fires, resulting in lost and damaged equipment and service, servers. They are one and the same. It is collecting and compiling names of people that the establishment consider useless and will not give them health care coverage even in return anyway. It, like it's health care. It's, 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 it's a joke. It's disease propagation care is what they should call it. Because that's what they want to do, propagate diseases. It's just a data collection operation and a way for you to self-incriminate yourself and to basically sell your soul to Satan without you even knowing you've done it, essentially. Um, this is an answer to prayer. He is still on the throne. Elaine prayed to God, and God answered. I, 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 um, it says, two days ago, this is from Elaine, I guess, two days ago I prayed to the one and true living God, to his precious son, please, Lord, send rats to eat the wires to, in, and within the NSA facility in Utah. Rats like eating the insulation, and they must chew on anything because their front teeth keep growing constantly. That's a good point. I told him I didn't care how this or any other destruction to the enemy's camp was accomplished because he, capital H, is in full charge and control of all situations. My prayer continued. Please, Lord, let these evil ones fall into the pits of their own making. In other words, let their own tongues fall upon themselves. Okay, again, we see Psalm 64. For God shall shoot at them with an arrow, you know. And, and, and God can do this. God can, God can um, eradicate evil off this planet. And when God judges wickedness, good things always happen. So, it says, Please, Lord, let these evil ones fall into their own pits of their own making, just as Haman hung on the gallows he built for Mordecai, let, in, in the book of Esther. Let them be destroyed by their own devices. He is still on the throne of heaven, and and this is his universe. Let all of us pray for restraint and total destruction upon the evil ones and his minions from the holy throne. It, it, listen, if somebody's truly evil, if somebody's truly been turned over to a reprobate mind, has had their conscience seared with a hot iron, is of the, of the uh, child of the wicked one, if somebody's, I mean, the Bible talks about the wheat and the tares, the tares, let the tares grow up with the wheat, okay? And then the tares at the end are, are um, hewn down, thrown into the fire. How could, it, how could a, a, a weed ever become wheat? In other words, I believe, the Bible says, the wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. God, God hath created all things for himself, yea, even the wicked, for the day of evil. I don't quite understand all that, but it's obvious that wicked people... Now, I'm not saying people can't get saved. I'm not saying people can't be living a wicked life and then get saved. I'm, so, I'm talking, though, there are, I believe, increasingly numbers of humans on planet Earth that are just wicked. They're, they were just born that way. The Bible is very clear on it. Very few people will ever discuss that subject. But the Bible seems to be very clear of it. The Bible talks about, even in the New Testament, it says these are vessels of wrath fitted for God's destruction. Fitted, what does that word mean? Prepared ahead of time. That's what it means. Okay? There is no hope they'll ever get saved. It is impossible. They are wicked. They're wicked and that's just it. God hath created all things for himself, yea, even the wicked... For the day of evil, for the day of destruction, yeah. It's not my. It's not my word. It's his. Okay. Now, are we to be the absolute judge of all that? Well, we can judge their fruit. I don't think there's a whole lot of chance of Obama getting saved. Sorry, <laughs> you know. I mean, the the man loves wickedness, loves evil. All those devils, politicians in high places. You know. 
but, but another thing to think about, Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. Well, what was the main thing going on in Noah's day? Well, the sons of God fell, took them wise all that they chose, some of the good angels fell, and they produced offspring called Nephilim. They were giants. They were the, the men of old, the men of renown. Also referred to from the Hebrew word, the word giants was derived from the word Nephilim, or fallen ones. Okay? Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Could some of these actually not even be fully human that are in all these high places? Why would that be such a big stretch to believe that when Jesus Christ himself said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man, which is what we're moving into, and we're there right now. We're right on the cusp of, of the, you know, the tribulation period. Why would that be such a stretch to believe that? Shouldn't, shouldn't that be the way it is? Shouldn't that be what we're actually really dealing with? Why would that surprise us? Why would Hollywood devote so much time to non-human entities interfering and trying to destroy mankind? Why would you know all of this effort be produced by Hollywood to do that? And Satan, if that wasn't already happening... It's just not the exact same way they went about it in the days of Noah. Back then, they were a little more in your face. Today, it's been much more subtle. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm throwing things out there. Um, the guy that did Rowdy Roddy Piper, the guy that did the movie They Live, the other the other day on his Twitter feed, two or three different occasions said, "Listen, They Live is a documentary," and I'm not kidding. And, they, and then somebody would kind of come back and joke a little bit. He says, listen, it's a documentary. I'm not kidding. It's real. <laughs> Take it for what it is. I think the days and times we're moving into are going to blow a lot of people's minds. But it totally lines up with the word of God. And if you have entities like this actually in control of these political offices. And I mean, who, if you were Satan, who would you let be in control? Wouldn't you let your own kind, if, if you could have some type of hybrid, some type of Nephilim offspring? What do you think we get in all these breeding programs and the UFOs and all these women that turn up pregnant and then they're all of a sudden they're not pregnant and they remember being taken on board the mothership? Having these hybrids. I don't know exactly what's going on with all that, but I know it's not good. Why is it that the UFO program is so, so, so centered in on reproduction of the humans and the reproductive organs. Isn't that the main thing that was going on in Noah's day? It got so bad, they, they defiled the population so bad that God could only save eight people out of the whole world on the, on the ark. And then the animals that hadn't been defiled. Because the animals had even been defiled. As it was in the days of Noah... So shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. This is the type of prayer, these imprecatory prayers like this, that if the true remnant were praying them, I really believe that God's hand would move in a mighty way. But people don't think to pray this way. The book of Psalms is filled with imprecatory prayers. Are they there for a reason? Do we pray because we want to see everybody burn in hell? No. But when God judges wickedness, all men will see and fear and declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. That's a good thing, right? That means people will get saved, because they will see and fear and declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing, and the righteous will be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright in heart will glory. That's the after effect of God shooting at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded, so they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. Then all men shall see and fear and shall declare the work of God. Okay? It's cause and effect. The first part of Psalm 64 is asking God to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity. So God hides us, and then you can pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this world and to stand before the Son of Man. That's another biblical prayer. So God hides us, and then he judges wickedness, and then the outcome is people actually end up getting saved, and the remnant is encouraged when they see this. When Ananias and Sapphira were struck dead, you know, in the book of Acts, what was the result of that? Many people got saved. Many, And then they brought together all of their curious arts, all their witchcraft implements, which total, like, in today's 
day and age, thousands and thousands of dollars, and they burned them. They got rid of all of them. So it was a positive outcome. This is an awesome prayer. This concept. Praying the rats go in. Include the IRS in this. Include any wicked faction of our government in these prayers. But the Utah, the NSA, the Utah Center, this NSA, um, anything having to do with Obamacare Affordable Care Act. I mean, Planned Parenthood should be included. Even at the top of the list, Planned Parenthood. Because that's, I think, the nearest, dearest thing to God's heart is them killing innocent babies in the womb. You know, the gay lesbian agenda. Rats are just one thing God can use. His holy angelic host, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It's not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh a rock in pieces. The blood of the Lord Jesus Christ being against our enemies, wherewith while you know they came in by they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, the Lamb of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the word of their testimony, and they loved their lives not unto the death. So these are implements of warfare, making sure you put on the full armor of God. You know, and the only offensive implement it, it, that we would possess is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So, I'm encouraging, I mean, everybody to really pray in this manner regarding this, because hopefully I've convinced you by now, not me, but the information, that this is pure, total evil. Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, total, pure evil. And if the foundations, if it's if it's this evil from the very foundation, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's not going to get any better. <laughs> this this tree is only going to bear evil, satanic fruit. It only can bear that. Next report: Kathleen Sebelius is insane. Everyone in the world except Kathleen Sebelius has come now to the realization that healthcare.gov is is a disastrous failure. Three years and six hundred plus million into the project. This is Obamacare, essentially. The site is rapidly becoming famous as the most embarrassing smattering of broken code that has ever been unabashedly declared by any government to be, quote, functional. Again, how much of this is all due to the prayers of people praying in this way that this would be an absolute... I mean, the Utah Data Center, it's been catching on fire. The rats have been... I mean, it's been crazy, which is really, really good. My comment, like the email we just read, I wonder how, again, I wonder how many Christians were praying against this abomination. None of these, none of this deters courageous Kathleen Sebelius, though. In a seizure of irrational optimism, she recently declared the website is open for business. Indeed, it's open for business in exactly the same way that a brand new 100-store hotel with no elevators, no electricity, and no toilets is open for business. It looks great from the outside, in other words, until someone actually tries to use it. Okay? That's how it's open for business. Millions of people tried to use healthcare.gov to sign up, yet none of them succeeded. The failure rate, to our knowledge right now, is 100%. This has been explained to us by Obama and Sebelius, who is, like the, I believe, the architect of Obamacare, and others as proof positive that Obamacare is a raging success. It's so successful that, sh- that the sheer demand of millions of people trying to enroll caused the entire system to collapse in a shivering pile of digital ooze from which it shall never be resurrected. By government standards, that's an extraordinary success. Well, the Bible says one of them will call evil good and good evil. I mean, everything that's you know right, they're going to say it's wrong, and everything's wrong, they're going to say it's right. You know, it's just doublespeak. Um, next report. As few as 1 in 100 applications on the federal exchange contains enough information to enroll the applicant in a plan. Several insurance industry sources told CNBC on Friday. Some of the problems involve how the exchange's software collects and verifies its applicants' data. And it's, and it's extraordinary that these systems weren't ready, says Dr. Or Mr. Niwahan, CEO of Infogix, which handles data integrity issues for major insurers such as WellPoint and Cigna and Blue Cross Blue Shield affiliates. Experts said that if healthcare.gov's success rate doesn't improve within the next month or so, federal officials could face a situation in January in which the relatively large numbers of people believe they will have coverage starting that month, but whose enrollment applications have not even been processed. And we need to be praying for this, that this absolutely totally fails and implodes, this evil, wicked system. 
Next report. Un- uh, 100 unintended co- consequences of Obamacare. Uh, no, our leaders couldn't possibly be destroying our country on purpose, right? Surely they're just innocently ignorant. Today, Obamacare's October 1st launch date finally arrived. This is when it was written. Ever since its passage, supporters of the law have made countless attempts to convince the American people of its viability, dismissing predicted loss of jobs, decreased hours, and rising costs. That's what this article goes into. This is another effect of it. Because so many employers are saying, well, I can't afford this, so I'm going to have everybody under, under 40 hours a week, because then they'll be considered part-time, um, and there's going to be all kind of people losing their jobs, and so that's another effect of this, which is all by design, creating also rising costs, among other things. Yet, from major corporations to local mom-and-pop shops, from entire states to tiny school districts, a wide range of companies and institutions have seen Obamacare's negative impact on their workers' budgets and production. Here are 100 examples of how Obamacare is falling short of what is promised. I'm not going into them. You can click on this link. It's nationalreview.com, and they go into all 100. And it gets into some really specific things that are already happening and have already happened with specific companies to show you what this is doing to just the, the going to be doing to lost jobs and decreased hours and just the devastation of the economy in general. More wonderfully wicked fruit from it. Next report, Obamacare. Abortion is okay, but your unborn child can qualify you for government health care. The Obamacare health care law will fund abortions and has already resulted in sending more than $1 million in taxpayer funds to the Planned Parenthood abortion business to sign people up for Obamacare. Now, to me, I could have left every single thing out that I just said in the last, I don't know how long, about Obamacare. And to me, this is all I would need to know. This is it. This is a deal breaker. No more needs to be said. Okay? Obama healthcare law will fund abortions and has already resulted in sending more than one million in taxpayer funds to Planned Parenthood abortion business to sign people up for Obamacare. A portion of your money for this is going to fund this. Now, Satan is always trying to get us to sin and us not even know that we're sinning. Okay, he's always trying to do this. This is just another example of this. This is another example of how you can bring a curse on yourself and not even know it. Just like when you get an abo- a, a vaccination cultured off an aborted baby like MMR, measles, mumps, rubella, and it literally is cultured off off aborted baby human diploid cells. Look it up in the PDR. There's about 17 more that are at least, probably way more by now. You get it injected, well, I know, I didn't know it, I didn't mean anything by it. This is why the Bible says, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Okay, And why we are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices, why? Lest he get an advantage of you. You're bringing a curse on yourself, but you don't even know it. Still, the net result, you're still bringing a curse on yourself. I believe enrolling for Obamacare, you're going to bring a curse on yourself in many different ways, just from this one thing alone, which is an absolute, should be an absolute deal breaker to every Christian on the planet. Yet, in what pro-life advocates, um, Simcha Reven of Family Institute of Connecticut calls an example of utter hypocrisy, Obamacare is fine with using your unborn children to qualify you for Obamacare. And that, she goes on to explain how that works in this article. I'm not going to get into all the details, but yeah, you can actually use your unborn child to qualify you for the care. They'll, they'll admit it's an unborn child, is, is the irony of it all. And yet turn around and say, but you can kill your unborn child, that's fine. Well, yeah, it, no, well I thought it was a fetal blob. No, 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 oh, it's an unborn child, as long as you're going to use it to qualify you for the Obamacare. But it's a fetal blob if you're going to abort it. Oh, okay, I'm so glad you clarified that for me, Satan. <laughs> really glad that we uh, got that straight. So, next report. Obamacare exchanges hide info on abortion coverage. Mandatory abortion surcharge. Guaranteed, they're going to really, really go out of the way to try to hide a lot of this because they want to get you locked into this and they want to get our money funding abortions, particularly Christians. It would mean a lot to Satan for us to do that and not know we're doing it. Okay? With the exchanges of Obamacare activated this month, it has become evident that it is nearly impossible for individuals to try to determine which exchange plans on their state exchange, if any, exclude abortion. And they're going to be probably try to be very stealth about this. This was said by a group of lawmakers at a bipartisan press conference Wednesday. U.S. Representative Chris Smith of New Jersey 
unveiled as legislation, H.R. 3279, which is called the Abortion Insurance Full Disclosure Act, co-sponsored by 70 other members of the House to ensure full disclosure of abortion coverage, requiring prominent and transparent disclosure of abortion coverage for each plan offered on an exchange. This is crucial information for millions of Americans since the many plans that include elective abortion are required by law to impose monthly mandatory abortion surcharges. Smith said the inauguration of the Obamacare exchanges reveals that many health insurance plans throughout the nation will include abortion on demand, even late-term abortion. Next report. A case for Christians to defund socialized medicine. Uh, The author states, In my opinion, socialized medicine as forced upon the people as a tax is immoral. I do not intend to participate, and I am sure that millions of others will take a stand against this attempt to permanently allow the government life and death decisions in our personal lives. It is immoral for many reasons, two of which, and I have read the law, and I know the words of it contains, are that it mandates coverage for abortion. And it establishes panels that determine who could receive certain treatments, which are also known as death panels. These are just a couple of the horrific things that you would be giving your money to. These death principles are written into the very detailed policies of coverage, even as they pertain to Medicare and end-of-life decisions. The more people will die sooner under the system. In my opinion, the Affordable Care Act is against my Christian faith and belief. I am therefore a conscientious objector. The government is trying to say that people who buy abortion coverage are paying for it through private exchanges, but they are government-mandated private exchanges that would not exist without the government mandate. The tax money subsidizes these exchanges. Comment, my comment on this, is this is all about Satan via wicked people getting everyone, especially any Christians, to sin and bring curses on themselves and their families. I'll reiterate this again. This is the same concept and principle as getting a vaccine like MMR, cultured off an aborted baby, injected into your body, or consuming certain PepsiCo or Nestle products that use parts of aborted babies as cofactors in their flavor enhancers. Okay? Or us going out eating sausage that had a whole bunch of blood in it, you know, that we didn't know about, we're commanded not to eat blood like the vampires do. And we bring a curse on ourselves. That There's all kind of ways that we can be destroyed for lack of knowledge. In other words, Democrats support such tax-funded abortions because they want their system to give equal access to abortions. In a joint statement, for example, Communist, Communist Rosa DeLarco, Democrat uh, from Connecticut, and Louis Slaughter, nice name, um, Democrat of New York, said, This decision honors the spirit of the Affordable Care Act which is significantly improving health care for women. Okay? These are the tax-funded abortions. Okay? This is, this is significantly improving health care for women, being able to slaughter your baby. My comment, well, but not so much for the murdered unborn baby, though. It's not really improving its health care any. You know, not so much for the murdered baby. Since when is, it, is legally snuffing out a human life improving health care? It is immoral and against Christian doctrine. Jeremiah 2.34, where the Lord is finding Israel guilty and shame, shameless in breaking his laws, um, says, also in thy skirts is found the blood of the souls of the poor innocents. I have not found it by secret search, but by all of these. Now, again, we don't want to be doing something where the blood of innocent babies are on our hands. We don't want to be giving money to fund that. Is the, is the point here. Deuteronomy 30.19 I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both you and your seed may live. What if you don't choose life? What if you fund death? Well, I didn't know it. Still doesn't mean it's not gonna, it still doesn't mean you're not reaping what you sow. That principle still in, in, Still doesn't mean you're not going to bring a curse on yourself. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. You know? That's why I'm here to warn you. And I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth. Psalm 139, 13-14. For you have possessed my reins, you have covered me in my mother's womb. 
I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knows right well. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. This is God talking to Jeremiah. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you and ordained you a prophet unto the nations. In my opinion, it is our Christian duty to not participate in socialized health care. You may not agree, that's your liberty, and folks like me, they will call mentally ill under this act and take all our liberties away. But again, I believe God can still intervene in all this. He's... You know, he's on the throne, he's not going anywhere. For me and my house, we will invoke Acts 5.29. We ought to obey God rather than men. Amen. Second Kings 17.39. But the Lord your God, ye shall fear, and he shall deliver you out of the hand of your enemies. Yeah, amen. And that, was, that was written by a guy named Bill Wilson. And then he had a part two to this, which is entitled How You Can Defund Socialized Healthcare. It's like the part two to what I just said just now. I have received a lot of email in response to my declaration that I am a conscientious objector to the government socialized health care. Many question how to defund it. First, folks, you have to determine one very important thing. Acts 5.29, we ought to obey God rather than men. And you need to reconcile that with the inerrant teachings on, with the errant teachings on Romans 13 on submitting to all higher powers, even if they are evil. <laughs> Which I've, I've got a whole teaching, just key in Romans in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. We're not supposed to just do whatever whatever evil government tells us to do. If they're a force for good, they will do good. If they're a force for evil, they will do evil. We do not submit to evil governments that tell us to do unbiblical things, contrary to the word of God. Okay? Period. Once you've made that determination and understood that government is not God, Government has no place in your personal life decisions. Government cannot replace God. We as citizens have a say over government. It serves us, not the other way around. At least it should, but it doesn't anymore. You, you then can make this unjust law obsolete. The overreaching fact here is that socialized health care is not about health care. It is about the control of the people. And obviously we've seen all the data gathering and mining and all of the things they would have control over with it. He doesn't even get into that. So... Combine all the stuff I just covered with what he's saying. It becomes even more powerful. The base of socialism and communism is the government replaces God and religion and becomes a crutch for the weak. Some facts that socialists and communists don't want you to know. The IRS and the Congress are exempt, as are the healthy list of Obama contributors and supporters. Of course they are. They're all exempt. They don't have to adhere to any of the stuff they're telling us we have to. It is logical that if you do not want to participate, perhaps it will collapse in the next three years. Or say that you religiously object and wait it out. Um, that will have consequences in, in the form of penalties. You can also choose alternatives while they're still available. You may be able to participate in a religious health care sharing group or receive a tax break for being self-employed or a small business. That I don't know about. I don't know the legalities, but I'm going to get into that a little bit next. However, the information is very sketchy on this right now. Currently, you couldn't sign up if you wanted to because the government website can't even take your order. The exchanges are all dysfunctional. Government playing God never works smoothly. My wife and I have been self-funded for about 25 years. We use prayer and have a naturopathic doctor. This method allows us to use things God provided for healing. This is why I have done so many teachings on health. I haven't really been able to do a lot of health corners lately because I can't even keep up with what I got on my plate. But I try. But in a way, this is a health corner. Today, because we're going in depth on Obamacare, and that's about two two parts of this teaching. Um, plus, the first part was that was on health too. So, in a way, I'm doing it. I'm just doing it a little differently. But I haven't been able to read a lot of questions lately because, yeah, I guess I could today if I went to a part ugh, six and seven. But it's just really hard when you get into these gigantic studies like this because it's so much time. And you can only go so long. It's hard to go six hours straight and still keep a sharp mind, you know. And um, so it's it's tough. Uh, anyway, pray for me about that. Uh, so let's see here. Um, I'm just trying to pick up where I left off here. Currently, you couldn't sign up if you wanted to. Um, my wife and I, okay, so he's went to a naturopathic doctor. The, the method allows us to use the things God provided for healing. If there's an emergency, we go to an emergency room, we pay out of pocket. For those visits, 
and that they've been very few and far between. My family has been in this country since the Mayflower, and I'm quite certain that my father's generation was the first in our family that had health insurance. Most of them lived to be 80, into their 80s or 90s. The government is not God. This is not about health care. It's about control. Take your time. Study your options. For me, we will not participate. It, if enough of us take this approach, we may succeed defunding it. Next report. Read this before paying your next hospital bill could save you bankruptcy or thousands of dollars. Simple lab work done during a few days in the hospital can cost more than a car, while a trip to the emergency room for chest pains that turns out to be indigestion can exceed the price of a, of a semester in college easily. But these bills are fiction. Here's how to get your money back. I'm not going to get into all that. I give you the link on how to do it. It's from Dr. Mercola. Brings up some good points there regarding this. Uh, here's another email I got on this from a listener. Um... Dr. Johnson, have you heard of AmeriPlan? We recently got into it. It's a family. It's a medical benefit card that's really affordable. Dental, vision, Cairo is only $14 a month, $14 a month, and complete medical is $50 a month for up to 20 people in a household. Now, I don't know how long this will last. I don't know any of the particulars. I'm just kind of reading this because I have people emailing me about this stuff. And, you know, I don't have anything, okay? I haven't for a while. And... I'm just relying on the Lord to take care of us, okay, regarding all of this. So, for me, I mean, I'm not going to change anything. I sure ain't going to sign up for any of this garbage with Obamacare. You know, I don't care what they do. It doesn't matter. Bring a cannon up to my front door, whatever, or or a nuke, whatever. God's still bigger than all of that. He created the universe. That's how I look at it. So, but I'm not saying that I'm absolutely, totally, adamantly opposed to having health care coverage, you know, particularly when you had a choice of what, you know, you could opt for and things of this nature, okay? Um, I just don't, I, I, I would be more prone to um, fall into the camp of having maybe catastrophic coverage um, and not something where you're relying on the corrupt medical system for health, which they cannot give you or impart to you because it's not a system designed to impart health. It's a, desi- it's a system designed to prescribe drugs to suppress your symptoms, which eventually end up setting you up as a surgical candidate. This is how they make their money. It's called reoccurring revenue. And it's been that way for decades and decades and decades. It's a corrupt, evil system. Okay? And so, anyway, that's my take on it. Uh, they go on to say, it really worked for us. We like to stay away from Obamacare and insurance as long as we can. Thought maybe some of your listeners would benefit. Here's a link. It was on Good Morning America. Ameriplan's 20-year-old discount program. Anyway, I give you all that information. Then I got this email today from Andy, a listener. He said, we researched MediShare through a Christian care ministry. It at least gets us off the hook with Obamacare. But you... But have you found anything? Oh, but have you found anything else other than what I just said? Not really. I hate the thought of paying for something I might not ever use. Well, to me, again, to me, the information I just presented, again, it, it goes so far beyond of. Well, I'd hate to do it. No, no, it's not optional. It's like to me, it's like taking the mark of the beast. It's like it's not optional. I'm sorry. I don't care. Whatever the repercussions, let the fur fly. Whatever. God put us here for a reason, and it's not to have no backbone. Okay? So, because people have capitulated and went along to get along for so long, we are in the situation that we're in. Okay? I'm not coming down on my listeners. I'm just saying. This, is, this isn't this is even totally optional. I mean, hopefully from the information I just gave, you would see it the same way. You know? If you end up dying over something like this, well, absent, with the bodies, absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord... You know, I'm not going to give something that's going to fund abortion, number one. And you know it's going to. Obama, the most pro-abortion, pro-gay, pro-evil senator and president ever in the history of, of this nation, by far. You know he's going to have all kind of things built into that in, into Obamacare, which is his baby, his satanic baby built in to fund abortion. Anyway, they said we researched MediShare. Um, we're both super healthy and never get sick or go to the doctor uh, because we use your health advice, which is much cheaper. Praise the Lord. 
See, some of the, the supplements that I recommend aren't cheap, okay? But you get what you pay for. And so much of what's on the market is garbage, not whole food. It's synthetic garbage, just like the synthetic pharmaceuticals you buy. They're about one notch better. And really, I literally mean that. They're synthetically made, most of the vitamins you get. Or very, very cheap forms of minerals like calcium carbonate, which is essentially like ground-up rocks, which is essentially what it is. Dolomite, limestone, you know. Might as well go chew on a sidewalk. So, I mean, stuff like that. You know, you get what you pay for, and obviously it'd be great if we could get everything in our food, but unless you've got an organic garden growing everything, low-till soil, uh, organic garden, but then they're chemtrailing everything. So then, you know, how that figures in, I don't really even know. That's that's causing the soil to become hyperalkaline, and, and it's causing crop yields to go way down, and it's defiling the food. Then you have Fukushima pumping out all of its garbage into the air, into the seas, I mean, I don't even think about eating eating any kind of uh, seafood from the Pacific. I don't eat any seafood anymore, hardly. I have tuna that I had previously bought. I won't buy any tuna now. All They, they just came out with a report the other day. 100% of all the tuna they're testing now, which goes back and forth between California and Fukushima, it's all infected. It's all totally radiated. And then they just dumped, uh, uh, t- they even admitted it in Fukushima, they just dumped another huge load of radiation water into the ocean, and they admitted it when that hurricane just came through there. And there's another one going through there, I don't know, in another couple days. I hate to be Johnny Raincloud, but it's kind of a rain cloud type of environment we live in, you know? Um, anyway, that's all I have for today, so I guess... Yeah, about six hours. Six hours of study. So nice, light-hearted, little, whimsical, brief study. Um, anyway, I will go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time that you've given us, Lord. And um, I just pray, Lord, whatever your will is regarding this information, all of the studies that have been put up, wherever your word or your truth, Lord, is being preached worldwide, I just pray you bless it pray you use it mightily for your glory. I pray that blind eyes would see, deaf ears would hear. You'd give us hearts to receive truth, Lord. And that you would give us the discernment to know exactly what to do in every situation. Because it's like everywhere we go now, Lord, there's traps being set. And I just pray you give us that discernment and the divine providence, Lord, that you would intervene in all of our lives collectively that we could be used mightily for your glory, that you would use us to lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ, that your name be glorified through us, because that's that's what it's all about, Lord. People getting saved and your name being glorified. It's not about us. Not about us. And I just pray that, that we keep that in the forefront of our mind, that you forgive us for any and all sins we have committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us, that your angels would go before us, Lord God, to prepare the way, would protect our families, Lord, would save our unsaved family members, our unsaved co-workers, our unsaved neighbors, Lord, that the fear of God would be upon them, that that your Holy Spirit convicting power would be upon them. They, They get saved, that you would bring the body of Christ together, your remnant together in these end times, that we would be able to be used to help one another, because we're not an island, Lord, and, and, and I realize we're now more than ever we need one another in order to help one another. And there is the body of Christ, Lord, and we all have a different function. And I just pray that you bring your remnant together. And um, we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.